Hello, hello. This is Trixie and the Pussycat. I'm Trixie. And I'm the Pussycat. And we're here to talk to y'all about our adventures in the polyamorous and kink worlds, particularly as black women. We hope to share some insight, pose some questions, and have some laughs. Think of us as your kinky godmothers with a little bit of a wine buzz. A lot of a wine buzz. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? It's your girl, the sexy weevil wobble, and right across from me, we got boobies, and we are a good time. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! In you reality, see that happy pot real quick. Yes, I see that. In reality, <laughs> that's Trixie, and this is your girl, the pussy cat. Welcome back to our podcast. She likes to throw me off by just randomly starting conversations without my knowledge, but we're here and we're day drinking, so it should be a good time. And it gets us where we need to be. You have an adult drink. I have an actual adult drink today. Dr. Pepper and Fireball. Mm. I like me some whiskey. It's a little early. Usually I can't see the sun during that period. And I'm thugging over here, but I don't have the hard beverage. I have the wine. Ma'am, what part of thugging is velvety soft blankets and, and wine? Look now. <laughs> you gonna try it? Gonna try Are it. you gonna try me? <laughs> Maybe. Are you gonna try me and succeed? Mm-mm. Okay then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm happy again. I'm glad. I missed you. I missed you too. I feel like we ain't seen much of each other in the last hot minute. What have you been doing? Hating life. What? <laughs> well, shit, you didn't even let me finish that thought oh, when you bad. answered. My bad. My bad. Why are you hating life? What's I don't wrong? I really hate life. I'm just having like a crisis, like mm. a career crisis. Mm. And I've just been trying to figure that shit out. Per- personal life going great. Dating life is decent. It's decent. It's decent? Yeah. I've been hearing through grapevines your rotation is building and usually that's a good thing. It is a good thing. However, remember in the group chat I made that joke about motherfuckers getting phased out? Mm -hmm. And one motherfucker said he can't get phased out Mm -hmm. and gave me the reasons why he couldn't get phased out and I was like, oh. (laughs) Confidence. (laughs) A little too much? A little too much. All right, fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of getting a taste of the forbidden fruit that I really can't talk about right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke one of my rules. Well, I haven't broken it yet. have not broken it yet. Probably won't break it. I love how you say that to yourself like you believe it. <laughs> I haven't broken it yet. Is honest. Yeah, I probably won't. It's a lie. Mm. <laughs> it's a goddamn lie. But it's okay. I'm going to let you live right now. <laughs> but we can't talk about the rule right now for like, I got to pay my bills reason. Fair. <laughs> Fair. But yeah, the rotation is building. And we mentioned this, um, this private side conversation before. Your mama was right, bitch. You, you keep some well... um. Look good on paper, men. Yeah, my rotation. Trish is proud of me just for the simple fact that I don't fuck with niggas that don't have shit. 
Like I cannot fuck with a nigga that can't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, some of the connections that we have for the show mm-hmm. are like niggas who I've talked to or like me or whatever, mm-hmm. and they know how to do shit. Mm-hmm. I'm and so I have thankful no for shame. you too. I have no shame. I don't have that skill. <laughs> You I need like to it. get it. You need to get it. Why don't why don't you? I like what I like, and sometimes what I like ain't shit. <laughs> you can like what you like, but also have some additional shit that comes with them. It's I, not that hard. I have a limited reserve of energy. And so this um, I don't know if it's the best transition, but it transitioned into what we want to talk about. Metamorphs. I need y'all. <laughs> I need help. We try to help you out. I appreciate it because I don't have these huge reserve of energy and resources to date a lot of people at once. Mm-hmm. I like relationships. I like having more than one, but I like having relationships and they require, and I want to give so much more energy to them than I do just regular dating. Before we get into this topic, it kind of hit me that not a lot of people may know what a metamor is. Fair. Ma'am. So would you please explain to the people what the fuck a metamor is? So the definition I've always used for is the partner of my partner that is not also my partner. So you, Trixie, would be my metamor. Mm -hmm. You engage with my boyfriend. Yep. And he's my boyfriend. You and I don't have that type of relationship. We're besties. Yeah. But... Because you and I don't have a, a romantic or sexual relationship with each other, he's our hinge. Yep. You and I would be metamorphs. Yep. So. And I have metamorphs. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. So, my metamorph is your girlfriend, who is the wife of your boyfriend, who is your partner, partner. And also my partner. Yeah. And also my partner. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's our polycule that we have explained. Um, a couple times but yeah that's how that works and mm-hmm. my metamorph the shit bitch she yeah. <laughs> she's kind of great she's kind of great she be having my back she was like, say mine is too though <laughs> she was like we're kind of like daria and jane because i'm everybody's daria yeah yeah am i really that yeah oh mm-hmm. ah. it's nice <laughs> like we got a chance to go out all together mm-hmm. and I love that. Like with that, baby tricks. Yes, we got you and me and my girlfriend got to go out with baby tricks. Um, me, you, my and my partners all went out before. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. And it's like, there's not any jealousy. We each have relationships, different relationships with each other. And it's nice because I'm like, if I if I need to tag out, I got a whole host of people that got my back and love my people too. And you know, know at the other podcast event, me and boyfriend were just kicking it drunk. But kicking <laughs> it. Y'all were. <laughs> it's the juice, man. It's, it's the, the juice. juice. Mm, we and then they let me hit the pen. Oh. Damn. Yeah, no. Damn. We put... need some of that juice for the party though. Yes. And we um I'm probably gonna be late for the party again, by the way. We're gonna talk about that later. Well, fuck. Anywho. <laughs> so let's talk Hopefully about nobody this. Nobody heard that. It's on recording. <laughs> How do you think acting like we're the only two people who hear these conversations now? We do this shit on purpose. <laughs> oh, I can't with you. 
So let's talk about the metamorphs. We got lucky. These were damn near accidentals. Yeah. But how do you and I become metamorphs? Because I introduced you to your partners. Yeah, you already <laughs> had a relationship with um with my boyfriend before he was my boyfriend, right? Yeah. We met um one of them fucking sites, Tinder. Mm. And when we met at the time, I was talking to that yep. fucking bastard. Yeah. Not not the bastard I was actually in a relationship with, but a bastard that I was talking to before him. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> and we were, I had brought up the concept of partner swapping with him and he was cool with or whatever. Mm -hmm. And your boyfriend, it just so happened to swipe me and find me on um Snapchat. Hmm. And we talked and stuff like that. We didn't end up partner swapping or whatever because the bastard was being a bastard. But me and him still remained friends. And he ended up inviting me to my first lifestyle party. And then it just went from there. And it got to the point where the guy that I was actually dating at the time, we went to the parties together. And, you know, um, my ex-boyfriend, your boyfriend's wife, and mm -hmm. him had the MFM threesome yes. together and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So that happened. And then I was in my Fifi's. And you invited me to go to a different mm -hmm. lifestyle party. And the thing about it was, I was in my fifis too. It was just back and forth about not going to the party. I was like, I don't want to go. I know, but I'm like, <laughs> how you going to invite me to a thing with people that you know and that you not show up, bitch? Show up. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually I got out of my fifis, put a black ass angel costume together, and we went. And I'm glad we did go. Me too. It, a lot of good things happened that night. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I met my partners as hosts and also, you know, in different separate interactions, not knowing that that was what was going to happen. We didn't know we were going to end up in a relationship. And me and your boyfriend were playing. Mm -hmm. I did disappear. I disappeared. <laughs> and you were looking for me. And then I came out and I was looking for you. And, and you were in the closet was... making magic happen. It was magical. By yeah. form of a big squirt. It was beautiful. <laughs> and then you had to go to the room with it on your dress. You're an asshole for always bringing that up. <laughs> she said it's square. It was a lot. <laughs> I had a whole ass cheek worth <laughs> of wet on my leg. And I ended up coming back to the hotel room. What's it not like half in one of my dress in the dress I wore and half in the latex costume that I had for the party? I'm yep. like, what is happening? We look a little addicted to things right now. Yeah. I mean, when we were walking out of the damn hotel in our costumes, we were like, oh, y'all look like some dark angels. We're going to get into some dark shit, bitch. Some Good times. But then we got into this actual relationship. I remember that uh, me and my boyfriend had a conversation. He's like, are you okay with it? Are you okay with me still playing with Trixie? Are you okay with us still having that relationship? And it didn't take as long as I thought it would mm -hmm. to come to the conclusion I knew I would get to. Like, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, and then the thing about it is, if it's one of those things that you're not comfortable with, I'm not going to be like, oh, I knew that nigga first. Because yeah. the extent of our relationship is not as far as y'all's and 
excuse me, at the end of the day, we're friends regardless. Like me and him have more of a friendship type dynamic Mm -hmm. and we get to the sexual stuff every now and again. But for the most part, we can do without it. Yeah, my relationship with both of them are stronger than I think. the. I wouldn't even say stronger than the relationship you have with him. It's just different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I'm in a relationship with him, but I also have this friendship with you that that outweigh, not outweigh, but like goes further back mm-hmm. than y'all knowing each other. So if I knew, I think that's part of it because I knew that both of you would respect my feelings on it. Mm-hmm. And I know that I have an open line of communication with both of you about it. Why would I be upset? And he's better at um, maneuvering through shit like that mm-hmm. than other niggas are. Mm-hmm. Hate other niggas. Hate them so <laughs> much. Not all of them, but like... I can say he knows what he's doing and he's very thoughtful about it. And Mm -hmm. I I agree with you. A lot of other people are not, I think, because they're not fully aware of what they're doing. A lot of people like the concept. I also think that some people get confused about, like, what metamors are having it looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It can be anything. There's kitchen table poly where everybody knows each other and are communicating. Like, that's how we do it. Yeah. We hang out. We know each other. Everybody got each other's number. We'll reach out to each other. If I need to plan a birthday party without your knowledge, I got two other people I can talk to about yeah. it. And that's fine. But some people like to keep it really, really separate where the metamors don't know each other or they, they know of each other but don't interact. I mean, it is one with our relationship, it was one of those things I didn't know that me and um, your girlfriend would end up having the connection that we have mm-hmm. it's just one of those things that just happened right and we like have a sister bond at this point she i love organic sister wives best friend in law <laughs> whatever i was in dallas ready to beat a bitch up <laughs> not best and friend she in was law. there and she was ready to mm-hmm. <laughs> so if my boyfriend is one of your partners your other partner your mechanic those two would be metamors. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're technically not relationships, but yeah. I mean, as far as partners, yeah, those technically would be metamors. And they cool with each other. And, you know, like mechanic has had interactions with your girlfriend and you. So, yeah. yeah. Polycule. Polycule. <laughs> it just. I just needed that nigga to get with the program real quick because he got confused. Hmm. He almost got blocked, but he didn't. You saved him, actually. You saved him. Sorry if you ever listen. <laughs> if and you ever hear it. He okay. got knocked down on the list a little bit to the point where he was finna get phased out real quick. Yeah. But, like. I got your back, bro. I just <laughs> need you. <laughs> I, I wrote it up to the fact that he may have been confused about our interactions at the party and stuff. And the fact that I was okay with y'all communicating. Mm-hmm. outside of things mm-hmm. and plus he's a shit talker cause, so he'll say a bunch of things and not do it mm-hmm. but I'm gonna make him do it yeah and I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I have no interest in it yeah like I like the concept of the um the open communication and the, the family table type poly I like being able to know who my people are dealing with I like being able to communicate about it I like knowing who you, your people are dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not just for the entertainment of this podcast, <laughs> even though it is quite entertaining, <laughs> you know, 
but just so I could have like I could support you better mm-hmm. that's all this is to me it's like I'm just want to support the people that I care about better yeah but and then those two are my only partners that you have any sort of like contact with mm-hmm. or any other types of relationship with because all the mother niggas is just out there I got one that was like, I want to go to the party. You gonna stay the fuck where you at? Nah, you and your dick gonna stay Why where you, you at? Bring Cannot him? do it. Can't do it. Why? You know I don't mind sharing, but that one can't share. Five years strong, can't do it. You call maintenance man stuck in a corner. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about who the fuck else he fucks. I cannot bring him there. I can't do it. Really? I cannot. There's a couple people from my past that I wonder if I could. One of them asked me about it. One of them asked me about it. I think I know who you're talking about. The one that called me big ass friend. Well, hell, all of my friends refer to you as a big ass friend. <laughs> just like damn. all your friends refer to me as big titty friend. You're it's right. just you're right. We have designators now. <laughs> but yeah, it is the one you're talking about. Um, I wouldn't fuck him just because. No, 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 no. I wouldn't expect you to fuck him or <laughs> he was specifically asking about my girlfriend whether or not she would mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't i don't know but would he would i be okay with him coming to a party was the question mainly and i'm like i don't know i'm pretty sure there's some people in that party would like that dick i'm just saying that's why i keep the other nigga where he at i keep maintenance man what a fuck he at there and because we don't have that relationship it's not the same as it was back then part of me wants to like i that voyeur came out. I'm like, I kind of want to see what it would look like. I don't want to see this nigga fuck nobody. Really? Nobody. Man. <laughs> nobody. I've already did some shit that's going to make it to the point where we fuck an extra five years. I'm going to keep it that way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think that it is normal for jealousy to still show up? Like, especially when we're talking about metamors. Yeah. Okay, what is that what is your experience with that? Do you have any experience um, with that? Not really. Well, I did with my ex. Mm-hmm. But that was mainly because he would use his other partners against me. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> if I'm not doing, or I'm, excuse me, let me let me get my words together because I don't want to say some bullshit. Um, <laughs> but like, the incident that led to us breaking up to where I had basically damn near given out an Excel spreadsheet about somebody that I was going to go play with for the first time. The only time I had played with a man outside of parties and stuff like that. And he kind of ruined that shit. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, well, I'm about to go play with such and such. Just using it as a way to get to me. Yeah. So that was where I felt jealous and I felt like, nigga, what the fuck do you mean? Like, don't use these people as a weapon. I'm pretty secure if I'm in a relationship where I know what's up mm-hmm. and I know that nobody's trying to steal steal my man or whatever. You can't steal my man, but you know what I mean? And um, yeah, in those cases, I feel some type of way. Like with the incident that happened not too long ago that I almost got the nigga blocked. It wasn't a feeling of jealousy towards you or anything. It was more the fact that, nigga, we discussed it and we've already established that I don't care who you fuck as long as it's not that person. Yeah. I special. And then <laughs> like, with the disappointment. Mm-hmm. 
is not the fact that I was jealous. Once again, it was the fact that you keep trying to flip flop and go back and forth where we already told you what it is and what the fuck it ain't. Yeah, and then it starts to lean into the area of disrespect. I've felt jealous about both of my partners actually but it it really? was yeah surprisingly but it was very very mild and mm-hmm. not enough for me to feel like I needed to do anything about it mm-hmm. like um they're both really new relationships for me yeah and so yeah, you pretty much a new thing for both of them too exactly so with that being the case you know we do have a very open conversation about if you want to interact with somebody else on that level you know, I would like to know who, I would like to know when, I would like to know where you're going to be in general, just make sure you're safe, check in, make sure this is a safe situation because we care. Um, and so as part of those agreements that everybody doesn't have these same type of agreements, but these mm-hmm. are the ones that we have. Um, I've had them say that they were going to engage with somebody else and I, and I feel it a little bit, just like a little ting, you mm-hmm. know, like someone poked me in the side a little bit, like, uh, but overwhelmingly, the compersion sets in before the jealousy really takes root. And mm-hmm. I don't know if we've talked about that term before, but compersion in my, the way I've looked at it is just the opposite of jealousy. Yeah. Instead of me being upset that you have something with somebody outside of me, I'm happy for the joy that you get engaging with somebody else, even if it's not with me. Yeah. So with my girlfriend, it's usually comes up when there's a guy. Cause it's just not, I can't, I don't have a dick. I can buy one, but I don't have one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would assume that it it would be like that mainly for a guy. Maybe, maybe cause it's, you feel like you have, you don't have things that they have. Like yeah. A real dick. With yeah. A pulse and with a pulse. Get oh God. Don't start me distracted. And get hard. Man. How malleable. And then Fuck. you get a good surprise after it. Yeah. <sighs> anyway <laughs> clean up on our tube I'm so mad both of us started daydreaming anyway <laughs> but yeah like with other people that they've been with and or they, they're trying to start something new with somebody even if it's just a play thing not necessarily even a relationship thing it's a thought Yeah, like, I mean it's human nature exactly you the therapist you know. <laughs> so the way I talk about it with my clients is that feelings are a logical response to whatever you tell yourself is true about a situation. So change the interpretation, change what you tell yourself is true. And the feelings are like logically going to change. So if I'm looking at my my girlfriend's going on a date with this guy and the thing I tell myself is true is it's because I'm not good enough. Um, Yeah. I'm going to feel jealous and upset or (laughs) I can look at it as they really enjoy that person's company and they make her happy. Yeah. At which point I'm like, yes, bitch, go. Enjoy. Yeah, man, I I would really love to be in a relationship mm-hmm. where we both are on the same page with that. Because, you know, my last relationship, I was with somebody that just felt inadequate. Yeah. In many ways. So nothing I could do made him feel secure. Be- nothing at all. Because it was his interpretation of the world. Yeah. He right. saw it as an inadequacy, so... What what are you gonna do to change his own mind? Somebody made me squirt it off first party, and he was mad about it. Whew. He was mad about it. Well, I can't make you do that, and then they made you do it, and blah blah blah. I was like, okay, well, I don't. It's even not remember. like I planned it. I don't even remember that nigga name. I don't even remember what he looked like. It just happened, and I'm okay with it. Like, 
Mm-hmm. We going to bed or we going to bed? <laughs> he was mad about it. And like, if he's anything, like, you know, he was not physically what I was attracted to, excuse me, attracted to per se. Mm-hmm. He wasn't my physical type, the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. If I got a partner who was tall and fucking skinny and dorky and looked like he owned a pair of nunchucks, that nigga feel a way about it. He your type, so that means blah, blah, blah. No. Can y'all just, like, be metaphors, <laughs> fist bump, throw deuces, and move the fuck on? Because the nigga was ready to kick it. He's like, oh, that's cool. He a real nigga for that, blah, blah, blah. And all the while, the nigga that I'm dating is just being a fucking hater. Mm. Mm. but like it's one of those things where I couldn't do anything to make you feel secure and then your partners will tell you I took a step back from a lot of things while I was in that relationship Mm -hmm. and he went in full force he did whatever he wanted and I just sat there like I don't want it to be a problem yeah I get that and it shouldn't have to be that way like I like the fact that the open communication and knowing who each other is like I think we had this conversation before I know my position with my partners and I know that your presence in their life in whatever capacity doesn't create a threat for that I'm happy that my girlfriend and you have a friendship I'm I ain't happy. trying to do nothing and if and if <laughs> you feel like I'm trying to fuck some shit up you just tell me <laughs> Hey, I'm far from a hater. Even if it's a bitch that I actually hate, I'm still <laughs> not about to do anything to fuck up your good time, bitch. I'm excited to meet new metamorphs. Like, granted, it, I, I think it will get easier as time under our belt as a relationship, as a triad moves forward. Like, the more time we have in this, the more comfortable we get, the easier I'm assuming it should be. Obviously, there's always going to be renegotiations as time goes on but like I would love to meet my partner's other partners (laughs) and like if my boyfriend gets an actual girlfriend you know he has a wife he has a girlfriend but if he got another girlfriend cool I would love for her to be one that's mainly for him yeah his situation like I would love that for him I would love that he picky he just like me he is picky (laughs) We talk about it. We're like, man, this <laughs> shit ghetto. <laughs> I am too. I mean, because at, at some point, I know I want a third partner as well. And I really hope it's somebody who gets along with my partners. Um, I don't know if that will be re- how realistic it is, but it's a hope. I want somebody that is nearby for all the things that I cannot do with my partners just simply because of the distance. Yeah. Does that mean that they'll hang out all the time? Probably not. But I would love to be able to talk to my future <laughs> boyfriend about they my boyfriend they boyfriend in law yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know coordinating schedules and hanging out and enjoying that and not feeling like it's taking away anything because they care about more than one person in this way i don't think it should be a problem it'll happen you're gonna have to heavily vet these niggas but i need to happen. we need to have a whole conversation about what that looks like vetting people yeah hell i'm still trying to figure it out because even when they are heavily vetted they still find a way to fuck it up <laughs> yeah maybe we should bring somebody on who has a little bit more experience and what that looks like a fucking private investigator ma- <laughs> ma'am ma'am <laughs> the fucking da 
shit. I wish y'all could see how serious her face is right now. A prosecutor. Ma'am. What? No. <laughs> My bad. Shit. You gotta be that serious, but. Shit. Hell, I need those things. I don't know about you. You in a good spot right now. I'm still trying to get this shit together. You also have to decide whether you want to get this shit together. You flip-flop about whether or not you want to just have fun or whether you want to build a relationship. Because niggas piss me off. They do. And once I think I'm ready to be in a relationship or whatever, even if it's a nigga that I met in the groups and stuff like that or a nigga that I met outside of it, they always do something to piss me off. And I'm like, hmm, I really want to do this shit. Hmm. And then I always give it time. If you notice, I always just wait a minute, just see how that's going to go. And it usually happens. Mm-hmm. Something's going to piss me off. Mm-hmm. Are sometimes you looking I for anticipate it? it. Yeah. You sometimes waiting I anticipate it. it. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a um, conversation for a different episode because we are running out of time. Running out of time, running out of time. You just wanted to sing, didn't you? Running out of time, running out of time to make you love me. Ooh, did we drop L words? Tyler, the creator, dropped the L word. Mm. I'm just singing the song. That's a treat. (laughs) This has been another episode of Trixie and the Pussycat. You got anything else to say while you're looking at me like that? Because I dropped the L-bomb, but that was really the lyrics of the song, bitch. (laughs) Why you got this for me? Bye, y'all. She about to get me. (laughs) Bye-bye.